Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Computer Weekly Downtime Upload Podcast. I'm Cliff Sarin and my guest today is Annette Zimmerman from Gartner. Today's discussion is on the topic of circular economy and what the industry is doing in terms of sustainability. Uh, Annette, I know we spoke, well, it was about probably nine months ago, and, uh, and it was about the circular economy, but to help our listeners out, uh, how does Gartner see the circular economy? Yeah, hi Cliff, I'm glad um, for being here again today. Um, yeah, so yes, we spoke a little bit about the circular economy before, so um, we have a very um, pragmatic or practical uh, definition of circular economy. It basically is a concept that decouples growth, economic growth, business growth, growth from the consumption of finite raw materials and resources. Hmm. About that, yeah. Okay. Um, and then if we look specifically at the IT industry, how, how does the circular economy work? Yeah, so there, there are three really important principles um, in the circular economy. First one is to design out waste out mm. of the whole process, out of the product, in that sense. Keep the materials in use as the highest quality as long as possible. So mm. keep on using what you, what you have basically yes. and then finally return material to the environment in a way that it has a positive uh, impact to so maximize the positive impact hmm. and when we think about the IT now um, yeah there, there's a hierarchy of um, things and steps you should consider when you think about your IT equipment so um, there's a or let's say the, the reuse and maybe the refurbishment of a piece of equipment um, let's say a PC mm-hmm. is much higher in the hierarchy than just disposing of it and recycling it yes. because the value you want to retain the value that, mm. as an example yeah and of course a lot of the um, carbon footprint of a new device is at the front end is what is that is when it's being made and when it's shipped to the customer that's before it's actually been plugged in and used for the first time by the end user right exactly <laughs> every every single piece of um, electronic we use has embedded carbon as we say so you know this embed any any circuit board uh, you know any printed circuit board has, has some kind of assumed and, and embedded um, carbon and um, we want to reduce that um, that um, emission of course the carbon mm. emissions as much as possible I mean, for one of a better phrase, I mean, should we be uh, kind of just looking to keep these things for as long as possible? Probably not as long as po- well, as long as possible is you know how do you define possible? So you know, well, not I mean, Annette, break, you would, yeah, right? you'd have a you you have a kettle, right? I'm sure you have a kettle in your house, and yes. the kettle, all right, it's not smart, but it might be smart. You may you may have an amazingly smart kettle, but the uh, it's a something that lasts a very long time, and then it's uh, it kind of breaks and it goes, and you throw it away, right? And right. <clears throat> there are lots of things that, as people uh, you know in society, that we that do last a long time. Uh, I mean, even in the high tech space, you know, we're not, <laughs> in spite of what the industry wants us to do, we don't go out and buy a television every six months or a new sofa or you know all sorts of stuff like it. Uh, so, 
Now, why does why is IT so different? What makes IT so special that it yeah. forces you to upgrade? And the, and the you know the big one is a mobile phone. I know that my mobile yeah. phone it might not be the latest, but it it's more powerful than a desktop computer in terms of what it's capable of doing. Yeah, it it comes down probably to two main things. One is um, the security risk mm. um, that you face as an organization um, when you extend the lifetime too long and you cannot do the right update. And the other time is or the other part is productivity. As simple mm. as that. Um, you know, if it, you know, if the machine, you know, is extended lifetime of you know four, five, six years, at some point, um, you know, it will slow down certainly. So, um, so th those are the two factors that that influence the decision of um, whether um, an IT organization wants to extend the lifetime of a of a device or not. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you you've recently come back from a Mobile World Congress. Um, <clears throat> What what have you been hearing from the vendors there about sustainability and, and green technology and you know everything that we've been talking about so far, the circular economy? Yeah, so I felt that so first of all, sustainability as a topic was, was definitely very strong at, at this year's Mobile War Congress, mm -hmm. stronger than in the years before, I would say. And also with circularity, we saw some new interesting initiatives. So um, when people talk about circularity, the, the primary or the, or the first thought is often, you know, just recycling. But it's so much more than recycling, as we already established, right? It's about uh, reuse, um, remanufacture, uh, refurbish, um, and, yeah, and simply give it a second life. And um, there was um, one of the vendors, um, uh uh, HMB Global, um, the, the manufacturer of uh, Nokia smartphones, mm -hmm. they um, introduced a new repair program. So they are um, they have a, a collaboration now with iFixit, a global repair service company. Mm -hmm. And um, you can go in as a consumer and say, I would like to extend the lifetime of my device, um, maybe another couple of years, but I need to get something fixed. So um, they basically, they, they help you to uh, self uh, uh uh, repair your device if you want, but you can also ask for the service and pay for the service if you mm. want, if that's easier for you. And so, um, and really at, at a uh, affordable price, a sensible price, I would say that you can, um, you know, exchange maybe the, the battery or even the screen of your device. Mm. I mean, I guess in the corporate space, there is this, uh, you know, is it worth doing these repairs uh, given that the device is... Uh, are effectively quite cheap compared to the, the work required to, mm -hmm. fi to fix them. But I guess if you throw in the fact that there is a, a carbon footprint associated with that device, then th th that sort of changes the argument somewhat. And, and do it, you, it does. <clears throat> I mean, do you think the corporates are thinking like that yet, or is that something that's going to happen? Yeah. So the, what we've been observing with our... Um, IT and to the clients is that, um, yes, there has been definitely a, a change in thinking over the last um, two years, I would say. Um, so there's a, a more um, or a stronger acceptance towards we want to extend um, or we want to reuse um, maybe um, uh, devices. And, and saying that, uh, I mean, um, you know, we, we or IT organizations are more readily accepting um, a used or refurbished or remanufactured device from their um, corporate device um, supplier. So mm. let's say from someone like Lenovo, Lenovo HP. So it, it, this old stigma of uh, I, I can't, 
I should not purchase a, a, a remanufacture or, or a used device um, has, has become much less, um, fortunately. So, um, so that's really the, the good news. And um, there's, there's studies that we, that we had that um, showed that if you extend the lifetime um, of an electronic device by 50% or 100% even, um, this can mitigate um, up to half of the total greenhouse gas emissions. Mm. Um, that that could be caused. So um, so there is definitely a strong value in yeah in in purchasing um, um, IT and enterprise grade IT equipment that has been um, been used before or mm. remanufactured, remanufactured or refurbished. <clears throat> and, that, and it's interesting you mentioned enterprise grade IT equipment because enterprise grade mm. IT equipment tends to be a bit more expensive than consumer grade. In fact, significantly more expensive because. They do have yes. parts that the vendor will then provide for you to repair these devices, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, so in theory, they, they can be repaired and their life extended further. So the payback is, the, the ROI over the life of that product is, 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 is improved because it, it has a better life, because it can be used several times over. Yes, um, that, that could definitely be a factor. And um I think there, what we are seeing overall is that, um, on the one hand, you know, the the, the whole IT um, management is, is changing. I think in that um, not only the sourcing has changed, but also the IT asset disposition mm. uh, view has has changed. So the whole process of um, disposing of my IT assets in a responsible way has become, you know, a huge um, factor in, you know. How, how I go about it, how, who are my partners that I work with, are they certifi- certified, um, you know, are they disposing of my IT assets in a responsible way? So it's become a, quite a, a strong factor um, in, in, on both ends, so to say, of, of, the, of the cycle. So purchasing as well as the disposition of my assets. So. Okay. Um, where do you see um, things like cloud PCs and thin clients and virtual desktops? Uh, you know, the, these are obviously, you know, virtual devices, uh, but obviously you need a physical device. You can't get rid of the fact that you need some access device to u- to access these things. Mm-hmm. Do they have a role to play? Yeah. Yes. So um, Gardner also looks at um, cloud sustainability, of course, and um, in, in relation to sustainable software and uh, sustainable um, IT hardware. So all of that actually goes, you know, together um, or is, is affecting each other. When you think about that, um, you know, I want to reduce um, the, the footprint, or my carbon footprint with my IT equipment. So I want to have responsible or I want to have IT equipment that has been uh, created in a responsible way with a, with a low carbon footprint. But when, when it comes to the usage, then, uh, you know, that the usage time is also, you know, causing uh, emissions. So how, you know, how much processing, how much power and how much energy does my equipment need again to, um, to be, yeah, to, to be powered, let's say. And that again is, is causing uh, some emissions. Although I have to say that um, the, the usage time in a piece of equipment is uh, the emissions caused by the usage time is, is, is a smaller portion, much smaller portion, only between 15 and 20 percent of um, what's been in the embedded uh, or that that's been embedded in, in that piece of equipment when it was manufactured and, and transported and everything. So that's about the, the ratio. But um, when it comes to the usage, of course, yeah, um, cloud or sustainable. Um, uh, sustainable cloud can definitely play a role in that 
um, if you want to move your processing to the cloud when you when you're using your IT equipment, then um, you know you have to think about you know what what cloud am I using, right? Mm. Um, is it is it a sustainable cloud? You know, is yes. it which data center, which cloud uh, mm. center is it uh, basically uh, based on? And um, you know maybe I can also. Uh, and, and I need data for that, right? I need to work with my um, cloud provider um, to understand and to get that information. And um, and um, th that's usually already the, the hard part, right? To to get the information to be able to measure what what my carbon footprint is that I'm causing when I use the cloud versus um, you know the you know the the, the local um, processing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um... <clears throat> I mean, this leads me on to the, uh, the, just the final thing that I wanted to talk to you about, uh, which is, you know, over the last, uh, so over several years now, we've seen a, uh, a change in enterprise software to the fact, the fact that lots of applications are browser-based or SaaS-based, uh, <clears throat> which means that the, all the processing or the majority of the processing is done in the cloud. So in terms of the client, it is a it is a very thin, very little is done locally. I mean, there are obviously cases where lots of things are done lo locally. You know, CAD CAM, mm -hmm. CAD -CAM for instance. Uh, uh, you know, uh, there will be lots of examples of that. But there are, you know, the the, the standard office applications, the, the the end user productivity tools. Uh, many many applications are 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 SaaS based. That does mean that you don't require as powerful a device, and I'm I wonder if um, in end user computing there is a more of an understanding of the capabilities of the device in order to support what people require end users require has actually changed because it's no longer longer the fact that you need the most powerful device to run the most powerful mm -hmm. software as Moore's law you know the, the, the your computing you know is has doubled over two years right you know and you need and you can benefit from that because a lot of things are running in the cloud mm. yeah I think that um, I think there's some change um, happening around this kind of thinking but um, I don't have any um, particular um, data for you to hear uh, to, to share today, um, but we're definitely seeing in other conversations we've been having in in the last few um, months, or even also during the pandemic, when everything was also changing to more flexible work environment. That that was a huge factor also in, in that aspect, obviously. Mm. So um, we we've been seeing that. Um, the, Yes, we're seeing a change a little bit in, in that um, aspect uh, around um, how IT organizations are thinking about what is needed uh, in terms of processing power locally versus, you know, everything's in the cloud. But I feel like we are still more in the in the area of, you know, we, we, we still need this, this, this backup, right? We need this backup of, um, we need the, the full processing power still locally because um, you never know what happens a little bit, you know. It's like, you know, the, the safety net, so to say, maybe in, in that respect. Is, mm. I, I have not seen a huge transition yet, is I guess what I'm saying. So, But um, I think the, the idea you just uh, shared with us here is, is yeah, it's very valid and, and probably something that we'll see more of um, in the future. Yeah. Okay. Well, Annette, thank you ever so much for taking part in the uh, podcast today. And thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>